0: You're listening to a Sharesies
1: podcast. It's Thursday, the 9th of December. This is Recap, made for you by Sharesies.
0: Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create financial empowerment for everyone.
1: Oh, well, here it comes. It's the disclaimer
0: investing involves risk you aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with
1: any information we provide is general only and current at the time
0: if you're looking for help with your investment choices we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider
1: g'day there alice
0: hey jose how are you today
1: very good i had a lovely uh leftover salad and salmon uh, salad yeah it was lovely Ooh, that was, sounds great it was real mint <laughs> and I nice. enjoyed it. I enjoyed it every single second of it, I have to say. <laughs> uh, enough of my lunch updates, though. Uh, recently, Alice, we've been monitoring the emergence of the COVID 19 Omicron variant, which has caused a few up and downs in the share markets over the past two weeks. I wonder if, if you have any updates on that.
0: Yes, in fact, I do. Uh, yeah, as you mentioned, we've seen a bit of volatility in share markets recently as investors have sort of been evaluating what the Omicron variant means for global economic recovery. Well, U.S. markets have actually risen for the past three days in a row uh, as investors seem to have like shaken off some of their concerns. But the latest on this is uh, actually from some of the vaccine makers who reported on the effectiveness of their vaccine against this variant.
1: Ah, interesting. So what was that?
0: Uh, So Pfizer and BioNTech, which are two publicly listed biopharmaceutical companies that developed a COVID-19 vaccine together, they announced on Wednesday that three doses of their vaccine looks like it will be an effective defence against the Omicron variant.
1: Oh, really? So what were the details behind that?
0: Well, in a preliminary study, uh, the company said that two doses of the vaccine showed reduced effectiveness against the Omicron variant, but it still might provide some protection. Meanwhile, the company said that three doses of the vaccine provides a similar level of protection to what uh, two doses do against the other COVID-19 uh, variants. So in a joint statement from the two companies, Pfizer's CEO Albert Baller, he said, uh, although two doses of the vaccine may still offer protection against severe disease caused by the Omicron strain, it's clear from this there's preliminary data that protection is improved with a third dose of our vaccine.
1: No, it sounds like three times is the charm. But you said that this is all preliminary data?
0: Yes, the companies noted that this is early stage data and that they'll continue to collect more lab data and evaluate the real world effectiveness uh, to assess and confirm the protection against Omicron. The companies also said that they're continuing to develop a variant specific vaccine for Omicron and expect to have this available by March in the event that an adapted vaccine is needed. In the meantime, though, Baller said that, quote, ensuring as many people as possible are fully vaccinated with the first two dose series and a booster remains the best course of action to prevent the spread of COVID-19.
1: And finally, Alice, with both of these companies being publicly listed, how did their share prices react to this news?
0: Uh, so Pfizer's share price closed down at 0.6% for the day on Wednesday, while BioNTech was down around
1: 3.6%. Awesome. Thank you very much for the update, Alice. Uh, let's bring it closer to home now with some news of a pretty big e- acquisition. EBOS Group says it has entered into a deal to buy the medical device distributor Life Healthcare for over a billion dollars.
0: Interesting. So, before we go a bit deeper, what's the background on EBOS?
1: Yeah, Eboss actually started in Christchurch back in 1922 as a company selling lamps for horse-drawn carriages. Uh, by the 50s, it had switched over to selling dental and surgical supplies, which is uh, quite a pivot. But they grew from there into the largest distributor of medical and healthcare products in Australasia. It generates $9 billion in revenue annually, employs 3,700 people, and is dual listed on the Australian and New Zealand stock exchanges.
0: All right, and what about Life Healthcare?
1: Yeah, they are one of the largest medical equipment distributors in both Australia, New Zealand, and Southeast Asia. They are pretty much across the board, having products in orthopaedics, robotics, and reconstructive surgery, to name a few. They also have facilities for manufacturing material for allografting, which I learned today is basically the transfer of tissue between people that aren't identical twins.
0: That's something fun to learn isn't it we're always um, learning
1: always got the brains always ticking over alice
0: <laughs> they say if you if you learn something one thing in, in a day it's a good day if you learn two things it's a great day uh but but anyway so why did eboss decide to try and acquire life healthcare
1: uh well for 1.2 billion dollars eboss is buying itself the ability to scale up their ceo john cullity said it would give the company more exposure to what they consider as a high growth sector but the deal also includes 51% of Halife Healthcare's Asian subsidiary Transmedic. So it gives EBOSS boss what he called a measured entry into the Southeast Asia market. Uh, note that the deal also comes with a pathway to buy the rest of Transmedic in the future.
0: And were there any other details from the announcement today?
1: The deal is to be funded by a mixture of uh, retail share offer and share placement, a debt facility of uh, $568 million and the issuing of new shares to Life uh, Healthcare Management. Uh, EBOS also gave a quick update on its performance. They reported a 11% increase in revenue over the first four months of the financial year and a 14% increase in net profit. (music) But what else has been happening out there today, Alice?
0: Uh, Well, I have some news from Pacific Edge today. Ah,
1: Pacific Edge, which we have talked about before on ReCap. That's the Dunedin-based cancer diagnostics company listed on the New Zealand Stock Exchange.
0: Not only that, but just a couple of months ago, Pacific Edge also listed on the Australian Securities Exchange. Uh, So it's now a dual-listed company.
1: So what's Pacific Edge's news today?
0: Well, the company announced this morning that it's reached its first sizeable commercial agreement in Australia. Now, as a reminder for how Pacific Edge's business model operates, it has a product suite called CX Bladder, which is a range of tests for bladder cancer. Now, Pacific Edge will sign agreements with healthcare providers, uh, their customers, for these healthcare providers to use CX Bladder products on their patients.
1: Mm, thanks for that explainer, Alice. So, tell me more about this latest deal for Pacific Edge.
0: The deal is with Northern Health, which is a major provider of healthcare and hospital services in Melbourne. Uh, Specifically, it provides healthcare services to suburbs in the northern part of the city. And Pacific Edge says its urology needs are similar in size to those of Canterbury's DHB. Now, how the deal will work is that initially, urologists at Northern Health will use Pacific Edge's CX bladder monitor product. And once that's been implemented, uh, the service will be extended to also use uh, Pacific Edge's is CX Bladder triage product. Mm,
1: and what did uh, Pacific Edge have to say about the, the deal?
0: CEO David Darling said uh, that this agreement in Australia is another in-market validation of CX Splatter's clinical utility in a large healthcare network. Uh, he also added that Pacific Edge is working with a number of institutional healthcare organisations in Australia and is focused on transitioning them from user programs into commercial agreements.
1: And finally, what happened to Pacific Edge's share price after this news was announced?
0: Uh, On the NZX, at the time of recording, it was up about 1.5% for the day.
1: Awesome. Thank you very much, Alice. And that's it. That's the end of the show. That was recap for the 9th of December. Thank you so much for listening.
0: And don't forget about our 100th episode giveaway. You can win a $100 Sharesies gift and a pair of Sony noise-cancelling headphones.
1: Oh, I, I want those headphones so bad. Uh, to go in the draw, head to our Instagram at NZ, find the giveaway post and answer the question. Entries close at midday Friday and we'll announce uh, the winner on tomorrow's episode. So please get in quick. Oh, I'm so excited for that.
0: And as always, you can give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, and if you'd like to get in touch, our email is recap at sharesies.co.nz. And you can also leave a voice message. Uh, there's a link to that in the episode description.
1: We'll see you tomorrow.
0: Matewa.